Hello and welcome to The Nerd Degree, it's me, Brendan Bennett, and this is our Star Trek special celebrating the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. I wasn't actually able to make it to the recording of this for various reasons I won't get into, but I found the perfect replacement as the host in Andrew Todd. He has been obsessed with Star Trek since he was five years old, and there's evidence for that which uh, happens in this episode, which is absolutely delightful. So stay tuned for that. Our next live recording is August 3rd, uh, so come along to Orange Studios. If you want any information, our Facebook page is the best place to go. Enjoy the show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your nerds! Hello and welcome to The Nerd Degree. My name is Andrew Todd, uh, and in this episode I will be your captain through a, uh, a, a, a fi- to the final frontier of comedy and nerdery, um, celebrating the 50th anniversary of Star Trek, uh, indisputably the greatest science fiction franchise of all time. <coughs> uh, that's right. Uh, tonight we will be putting the idic in ridiculous... Yep. This not, that's just, just gauging the level of Star Trek fandom uh, in the room um, uh, as we, as we uh, go through the decades of Star Trek in, in all of its glory. Um, I will, so, so I guess we probably better introduce the teams. Um, so playing, starting from this end. Uh, hi, good evening. My name is Henry. I'm a radiographer by trade and an improviser by night. So um, as, as you introduce yourselves, um, this is Star Trek's 50th birthday. Yeah. So uh, w- uh, I'd like you to guys to say what you would, what you would like to be doing uh, when you turn 50. Um, I don't think it'll matter what I'd like to be doing, because on uh, my 50th birthday, I'll probably be sent back in time to be killed by the younger version of myself, <laughs> uh, as it'll be the uh, year that the events in the movie Looper happen. Yeah. All right, um, right. So my loop will be closed. Um, well, we can only Andrew? hope that you look like Bruce Willis in that, uh, in that future. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Woody. I'm from Wellington. Uh, uh, what would I want? Oh, my gosh. Uh, to feel? <laughs> uh, Woody are representing the android population um, here. Um, and so together you two are what, what team? Uh, we are team uh, Faring guys. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and uh, in the other team. Uh, hi, my name is Karen Healy. I'm a young adult fantasy and science fiction author. And when I turn 50, I would like to be doing Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's Star Trek themed as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. yeah it's Dreams good. never die. Uh, my name's Ben Allen. I'm a vertebrate and pants owner. And um, I think 50 is the perfect time for me to be killed uh, in an explosion in my distant log cabin uh, by, by a conflagration of whiskey fumes. And as people run to the investigate uh, the, the explosion, what comes floating out with sort of blackened edges of the a paper floating down is the great New Zealand novel that I wrote. Just before mm-hmm. I perish in a whiskey explosion. Uh, ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, this um, side of the table is all about the wow. the the yeah. Yeah. yeah, the ambition. Uh, uh, great also New Zealand novel feel, and though. Chris Pine. Also to feel. <laughs> yeah. To feel. Yeah. To feel. Um, yeah. That's that's really that's really good. So you you guys together are. Uh, we are Kim Kardashian. 
Well done, well done. Uh, hopefully it's uphill from there. Um, uh, additionally, we have in the booth, uh, Laura. Uh, Laura. Hello, Laura. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm quite well. Uh, how are you? I'm all right, actually. Great. Um, so what, what, what are you going to be doing for us uh, this evening? I'm going to be scoring the teams. Mm. So I will be allocating points. I'm also a complete Star Trek newbie, so much so that I've had to write it down on my piece of paper so I can remember to call it that, not Space Wars. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, we, all, we all have those days. Um, very good. So um, we'll get straight into it. Round one is a traditional round uh, to open the nerd degree. It is called the Nerd Quotient. Uh, It is pretty much a straight up and down trivia uh, round. Um, So, um, to start off, uh, Star Trek is turning 50. Um, And uh, there's there's a lot of um, uh, this this character's being recast uh, all over the place. in, for for new new generations, um, which Star Trek character has been played by the most actors? Spock. Uh, Spock's a, a pretty good uh, answer. Uh, Spock's been played um, between nine by be, between nine and twelve actors, depending Ooh. on who you ask, and whether uh, Spock's Katra taking over McCoy's body counts as uh, <laughs> playing playing spot. But um, didn't Sherlock uh, Holmes appear on the holodeck? And he surely uh, <laughs> clock up a high number. That's of true. Sherlock Holmes has been played by more actors than any other character. But I, I don't know whether I'd call him a Star Trek character. Oh, well, um, <laughs> so you have to say Leonardo da Vinci fan. is a Star Trek character. Um, and I'm pretty sure Leonardo would uh, would uh, hesitate to call himself such. Um, any any advances? Captain Kirk? No, actually. Kirk uh, hasn't been played by that many actors at all. Oh. But um, uh, this is... This is uh, there's two, there's two potential answers. The computer voice? Ooh. Actually, like, only one. Only one actor has played the computer voice. Um, the, well, the, in, in canon, the, the most, the most played character is, is Dax, uh, who is a, a symbiote character um, who's been played by 14 different actors. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, outside canon, um, there's a set of characters in a Universal Studios attraction uh, called Star Trek Adventure where they would get uh, audience members to play various Klingons and, um, and Starfleet officers. And those characters have been played between 3,000 and 4,000 times, uh, each by different actors. So. Yeah, this is like saying that like, Princess Ariel has been played by the most actors because... There's like 90 of our various Disneyland. Yes. Um, I will give Kim Kardashian five points for Spock. Um, that, uh, that was uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, in a similar role, uh, who is the only actor to play to appear in every single incarnation of Star Trek? Yes. The Enterprise. That's <laughs> <laughs> really... Uh, the, I did say the only actor. Um, it acted... Like it was going through space. That's, that's true. That's true. It, it did. It did perform perform tasks. Wait, I know, actor? like I know a bunch of them. The only actor to appear in a bunch of them. Uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy did not appear. I was Has not appeared say, in every single one. Uh, Scotty, uh, was it James Doohan? James Doohan is incorrect. I'm going to say the computer. <laughs> uh, that's absolutely correct. Major Barrett. Um, 
I'll give you five points for that. Machel Barrett was uh, the, the the wife of Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek. Nepotism. Uh, she, <laughs> she played... Uh, she smokily, smoothly slid away into that she, role. Man, she spent so long in voice studios playing that computer. Um, she also played Nurse Chapel in the original series, uh, Luxana Troy in The Next Generation, um, and also appeared in a number of video games and fan films. Um, so yes, well done, Major Barrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, her final performance was uh, Star Trek 2009 mm-hmm. um, because she died during uh, post-production. Kill in a whiskey explosion. <laughs> um, she did, however, write the Great New Zealand novel, so, um, <laughs> so that's good. Um, so this will be a question for uh, for Ren guys. Um, you just 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 like I might laugh at your own team name. Yeah, like I'm sure I could have thought of something better. <laughs> well, I, I did tell you if you came up with something better, I'd take I it. it. I it. Um, Sorry, why should on. why should the United Federation of Planets hire bodyguards when it takes its next census? Henry, <laughs> that's a good question, Andrew. Um, how often would you take a would you take a census in the Federation? Because surely by the time that you've kind of Gotten all the census forms out. It's a big logistical It is. You, you'd probably need. You'd probably need a lot of census takers yeah, uh, to census to do that. Um, why should Why should be worried? <laughs> are we? Though, are we worried? It's <laughs> really no. I'm not worried at all. I really don't. <laughs> okay, um, Kim Kardashian. Uh, why should the United Federation of Planets fear for its census takers? Well, this is a little known fact, Andrew. <laughs> but it turns out that uh, in Star Trek canon, census takers are regarded as sex objects. And so they need bodyguards to fend off the hordes of interested parties who are interested in uh, rifling through their satchels. I think I would remember that episode. <laughs> I'm, going to say, I'm going to say that is factually incorrect. <laughs> I'm saying like, like the sheer number of forms heading back to headquarters on planet Earth actually... It becomes like a kind of atmospheric, <laughs> like an atmospheric hazard of some kind, like coming down, like yeah. I guess we're talking, we're talking about like probably like, trillions yeah, of trillions census of forms, envelopes right? just bearing down on Earth like a kind of meteor. Uh, no, the, the, the answer is uh, that um, the next Star Trek television show will be run by Brian Fuller, whose last oh. job was uh, running the television series Hannibal. Um, Hannibal Lecter, of course, known for his uh, taste for census takers' livers. Mm. Yep. Of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, the logical connection. They get uh, they get harder from here. I've oh really pitched. <laughs> I've really I've really pitched this at the right level. I think. Um, so uh, okay. So this 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 question um, you can ding in, um, and there will be a point for any correct answer, because um, uh, there are there are quite a few. To date, there have been nine starships named Enterprise, mm-hmm. uh, but not all ships go to the stars. Other than exploring the galaxy, what else could you find Enterprises doing? There's a, there was an aircraft carrier called Enterprise. There was an aircraft character called Enterprise. There have actually been a few. Um, one, of, one, of them, one of which blockaded Cuba during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, there um, uh, So that's, that's one. Has it been a, a space probe or... Some sort of Wasn't space. it a shuttle? Yeah. Some sort of yes, thing. there was a space shuttle. Um, however, it never went to space. There you go. That's another reason. Yeah. yeah, never went to space. It was just it was just like a, a test shuttle for whether it could take off. My uncle's fishing boat. 
It's called Enterprise. <laughs> is that on your list, Andrew? Um, yeah. It is not on my list, uh, so I'm going to have to give you... I will give you a point for that, because I cannot prove you wrong. Uh, there's a New Zealand government department called the Ministry of Enterprise. Is it a registered maritime vessel? Uh, well, possibly. <laughs> I'm going to say that's, that's not one. There's a TV show called Enterprise. Uh, yes, there's a, there's a Star Trek show. Uh, there's an uh, uh, English galley called Enterprise or something from the... Oh, I can't remember the Ooh. period. The 17... 17 uh, what's the... the yeah, because the, in the um, generations, they're having the marriage mm. on, the, on, the, on, on the Enterprise, the galley and stuff. Galley and stuff? Yeah, yeah, stuff. Okay, yeah, like okay. I'll a, take that. Okay, um, uh, um, just to, in the interest of getting a couple, couple more answers, what, what are some other, like, if you think outside, just like uh, the ocean, what, 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 what would you find boats doing that uh, might be named Enterprise? Boats outside of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, well, just, no, boats like, what, 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 what would boats do? They float in water and go places. Yep, it's true. I'll uh, give you a point for that. There's some kind of dockside <laughs> casino called Enterprise. Uh, <laughs> there, was, there was a Mississippi steamboat yes. called, um, <laughs> uh, called the Enterprise. I'll nice. give you that. Um, um, like, there's got to be, like, a museum with ships and bottles. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't have that, I'm afraid. Dang. Sorry. Um, very good. Um, that I think we'll... Tell us the rest. Unless you have any tell more. Us rest, tell us um, rest. Other things enterprises have done. Um, helping found Melbourne. <laughs> uh, winning the America's Cup. Oh. Uh, advertising Goodyear. Um, there's a blimp oh, called the Enterprise. Wow. Um, uh, transporting slaves, unfortunately. Um, and uh, transporting 10 million British pounds in gold bullion from the UK to Canada uh, in World War II. Wait, is the 10 million pounds like money pounds or is that how much it weighs? It's 10, 10, million, br- 10 million pounds. 10 million, 10 million British pounds <laughs> uh, as opposed to imperial. No, uh, today worth 600 million plus. Um, although today, Probably I mean, lower. maybe, okay, as of a couple weeks ago, worth 600 million plus uh, British pounds. Um, yeah. Now, who knows? Um, well, very good. <laughs> what is uh, where on the Enterprise? Uh, what is the best alley in the Starship Enterprise? The best I'll alley. Give, I'll give this to uh, Kim Kardashian first. Kirsty Alley. Oh. Uh, she uh, uh, she's a pretty good alley. Yeah. Um, uh, but but no, actually, I'm gonna. That answer was so good. Mean, it was mean, a good alley. You mean alley, not ally. Well, Kirsty Alley is an alley. Like her birth certificate, well, unless it's a stage name, her no, no, birth certificate no, no, says it. No, like you're talking alley. about alley like that. Alley, like A L L E Y. Okay. But not Kirsty Alley. Uh, is there a, do they have a bowling alley? On they the do have a bowling alley on the Starship <gasps> wow. Enterprise. Um, it is, the artificial gravity never goes off in the bowling alley. Because that's right, yeah, because otherwise there'd be cheating galore. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there was a book published in 1975 that revealed that there is a bowling alley on deck 21 of the Enterprise, Ooh. right next to the refreshments area and the food and beverages preparation facility. Nice. Um, Detailed blueprints, that's yeah. what I like yeah. in my science Like fiction. really getting into the nitty-gritty <laughs> of how the ship runs, uh, including bowling. Alley. It's like some, right at the back of the is ship. Is there also some kind of crime alley where all of the like, <laughs> drug, drug dealing Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's supposed, yeah. supposed to be yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be a city on a ship, so um, uh, possibly. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, which Enterprise crew member, uh, Ferengi guys, uh, began their life in Davy Jones's locker? Began their life in Davy Jones's hmm. locker. 
This question may be more literal than it sounds. Someone was literally trapped in a locker. Literally trapped in Ensign Jones's locker. Oh, let's go with the, Let's pick a crew member. Uh, let's just, just, just lock in Worf. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this to Kim Kardashian. Um, uh, when you said probably... was, were, were they born underwater? Like no, I, I mean, if you think about the phrase Davy Jones's locker, you pick right. that apart. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll... This requires some knowledge of 1960s music. Um, <laughs> is this the monkeys? Is this the like David Jones from the monkeys? Was, uh, you're on the right track with David Jones of the monkeys. Uh, Will, but Wheaton. Will Wheaton is <laughs> incorrect. Will Wheaton's character. How is Will Wesley Jones Crusher? Because David Jones was a teen, teen crushy dude. They, they got him because they were like, we want Crush. someone to get all, Man, the, all the ladies. You are so no, close. I was just going to say that uh, David Bowie, well, I think he was David Jones originally. <laughs> Yeah, Which is um, a, a fact. the answer is, uh, in fact, uh, Chekhov. Uh, Chekhov was brought onto the show um, to uh, bring more interest for younger viewers, um, and uh, his, his whole visual style, including the uh, hairpiece that he, his hairstyle, uh, was based on Davy Jones from The Monkeys. Oh. Um, because what better way to get teens to watch Star Trek than to put a, a monkey lookalike on the show? Um, Two more questions. One, in Star Trek Into Darkness, if you look carefully, you can see R2-D2 floating amongst a collection of space debris. What canonically dubious piece of fiction makes this possible? Is it the fact that it happened a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away? Uh, real close. Ooh. Oh, something with the, the, the time travel aspect of it. So... Mm, not quite. Mm. Okay. I was too busy hating everything <laughs> in that movie to pay much attention. To it. That's true. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness is. Uh, I'll, I'll give you five points for that because okay. um, Star Trek Into Darkness is uh, is without question the worst Star Trek movie. Um, even worse than Star Trek Five. Wow. I'm going there. Um, yeah, uh, but and also worse than Star Trek Nemesis. Um, I'm going there too. Uh, man, there've been some really bad Star Trek movies. <laughs> Um, uh, there's actually a, there's a comic, uh, in a Star Wars comic, which has, um, uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca crash landing on Earth in uh, the early 1800s. Uh, Han is then killed by Native Americans. Um, and Chewbacca lives on to become Bigfoot, who is then discovered wow. by, who is then discovered by Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And the Enterprise D has a shuttle called Indiana Jones. So obviously, uh, Indiana Jones exists in this universe in order to uh, have have a shuttle named named after him. him. Laura, Um, Laura, did you write all that down next to Space (laughs) Wars? I have some Uh, really good notes. This is crucial. This is crucial. I feel so Um, bad for Chewbacca once he sees Indiana Jones. All these memories of Han come flooding (laughs) back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a really emotional comic, but it's non canon, unfortunately. Man, that would be great if it was. Is, uh, is, is Star Trek X Men still canon? Um, I don't think it is. Um, oh, Star Trek man. Planet of the Apes is also not canon, oh. but it is so awesome. Um, Star Trek like, Star Trek X Men is my favorite because it's it, like Kirk spends the entire comic hitting on Jean Grey constantly, and it's just exactly what he would do. But she can read his mind, so, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, "No, it's too weird in there." All right, um, and finally, uh, can anyone on either team demonstrate the Picard maneuver? Oh. Is it like when you're choking and you go <laughs> <on> <laughs> <and> you're... <laughs> 
Uh, no, Engage. No, the, the, <laughs> Make it so. So, like sitting really, like, like very laid back, but also with an aura of cool. authority. That that leads to the Picard maneuver. Oh. I was thinking of the one where you go to lights, being like, off on on. <laughs> and, then, and then it makes a false shadow of the ship that visually confuses the enemy. But that might be the Riker maneuver. Right? No, that is actually the Picard maneuver. That was one of that, that was one of the two possible answers. Uh, the other the other possible answer being uh, standing up and uh, stiffly adjusting your yeah. your tunic. Oh, um, they because they ride up they yeah. ride up when you sit down. Oh. Um, now and uh, and the, the the cast joked that it was the Picard maneuver because Patrick Stewart always uh, would adjust his, his tunic yeah. when he stood up. Um, because, you know, you want to look snappy when you're the captain. That he did. That he Great. Did. Um, so uh, we're going to uh, move straight on to round two. How are we looking for scores, Laura? Well, honestly, Andrew, I think you may have won that round. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with that. Oh, I'm good. happy with that. So currently the Fareen guys are on seven. Nice. Um, and... Kim Kardashian is on 13, but I'm doubling it for Karen's awesome use of the pun rifling through their satchels. So 26. <laughs> yeah, that's... Um... Filth always wins. Always, Karen. Always. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Okie doke. So round two uh, is called I'm a Doctor, Not a Catchphrase. Um, Leonard McCoy, the Enterprise's notoriously grumpy physician from the original series, was known for saying uh, I'm a doctor, not a insert uh, occupation here um, it became something of a running gag uh, that lasted actually through multiple series of Star Trek um, so for example uh, he would be told like oh uh, McCoy you've got to team up with Scotty in engineering and he would say something like I'm a doctor not an engineer look oh god um, <laughs> so uh, my, my computer is uh, it, it can't not go directly onto the next um, uh, file, so this is going to be a fun exercise in leaping on the end of uh, sound files. So um, this will be uh, one where you ding in. I will play a series of uh, sounds of, of McCoy and other doctors saying, I'm a doctor, not a something. And uh, you guys have to guess what situation led uh, them to actually have to say... The, I, I'm, I'm in this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not this. Uh, so we'll um, we'll start with. Uh, yeah, we'll start here. Oh, I am a doctor, not a bartender. Oh. Well, that's a very well-known episode that I know very well. Um, so that's one where they are they're stranded in the middle of the. Oh, which empire was it? Mm. Yeah, it was the mm empire, mm. and uh, they were they they ran out of money. They ran out of credits, and so they had to uh, work at a bar. And so he was asked to you know pick up a few extra shifts, and he you know like years moonlighting. yeah moonlighting. <laughs> so it was after his yeah. shift. Yeah, and years the, of medical training. And it's not really, like when you've done when you've become a and that was the, that was the emergency medical hologram. I think yeah, exactly. So, like um, he. Uh, <laughs> Even more so doesn't want to work as a bartender because yeah. he's literally only been programmed for medicine. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid that's incorrect. Uh, he uh, was... Ac- it's actually a lot less exciting than that. <laughs> <laughs> he was just... He was in a holographic bar and asked to, to pretend bar. We've got to tone it down a little bit. Right. Uh, but yep. but I'll, give, I'll give you a couple points for, uh, for imagination. Um, okay, uh, next up. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. Imagine if you will. <laughs> 1960s television, not a big budget. 
So let's imagine the set is meant to be this huge brick wall <laughs> when actually it's cardboard. Bones comes onto the scene, ah, and says his line. <laughs> yeah. Did, did the Enterprise go back in time and land in Christchurch? <laughs> Somebody said, can you help out Bones? And he was like... He was a dick. <laughs> was it the Christchurch episode? Uh, it, wasn't, it was not the, the 1960s television episode set in post-Christchurch. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, uh, Bones was TV. being uh, told to, treat, uh, to medically treat a creature made of rock. Um, oh, that's the one that was under the mining facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's just, the one, and that's, it just wanted to be loved. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll, I'll give you points Doesn't for that. They all just want to be loved. I mean, how many? <laughs> and, and especially, especially in the original Kirk. series, wasn't it just like yeah, everything? Everything. Billions of aliens loved. that wanted to be loved. Uh, and okay, so let's 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 step it up a notch. Um, Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> Pitch this one, if you will. <laughs> Bones and Kirk are on this alien planet. Have to go up hill. Kirk's injured, and Kirk asks his Bones, Bones, <laughs> carry me. <laughs> because and Kirk had that girdle on as well. He was yeah, like, he he's got a light proposition <laughs> to carry William Shatner up a hill. Like, pretty, like the hairpiece alone weighs like <laughs> ten kilos. Um, uh, that's that's actually remarkably close. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, he's just he's, be, he's being asked to help another character up a hill. <laughs> he's just like, no, no, no. I draw the line. It's just is horrible. My God, imagine like trying to hang out with him any time, and you're like, can you change the channel? He's like, um, damn it, I'm a doctor, not I'm a doctor, not television remote. <laughs> All right, I'll go, go a couple more because these are, these are they're fun. Oh, this one. I'm a doctor, not a zookeeper. <laughs> Ooh, topical. Mm. Is it? Baby. Oh. Yep. <laughs> this seems like another, that. he's being asked to, <laughs> like, <laughs> treat, give medical treatment to some unfamiliar some species. Like species a yeah. space of, whale. Yeah, space whale. It was probably a space whale. Uh, I mean, you have like, a space whale in a zoo? <laughs> space aquarium. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's a, there is a, probably a zoo in Star Trek that has a space whale in it. Well, um, I modify my answer because otherwise he would have said, I'm a doctor, not an aquarium keeper. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to change my answer from space whale to space antelope. Yes. Um, yeah, well, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> he's actually being a little more of a dick than that. He's just, he's just deactivated uh, his, his... This is the holographic doctor who has just deactivated his creator's pet holographic iguana and been scolded for it. Um, and so he says, I'm a doctor, not a zookeeper. Bit of a dick. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll do... Oh, God, we'll do one... Is the Doctor, yeah. uh, the hologram, is his name Picard? Robert Picardo. Yeah. Yes. I'll give you two points for that. <laughs> <laughs> Get that in there. Um, yeah. Um, and finally, let's do uh, yeah, yeah, this one. I'm a doctor, not a peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect he's protesting way too much. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you two points for that. Sweet. <laughs> but uh, what was the situation? <laughs> What's the situation where Isn't the... Like Chakotay came to the doctor one day and was like, <laughs> what does Janeway get up to in her quarters? 
after like you're a hologram. Can't you, can you just float like, through you know, invisibly? Float, yeah, just yeah. silently observe her and report mm. back to me and like. Uh, no, but that's that's almost almost the uh, <laughs> that's almost the uh, conditions for this one. I am a doctor, not a voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an entirely separate episode. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, he. Yeah. Any 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 further further. <laughs> Okay, um, so he it's 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 actually fairly fairly semi innocent. Um, he he gives gives uh, Bellana Torres a call as she's about to step into a shower. Oh, oh, and uh, so he says, "I'm a doctor, not a peeping tom." Where did you hear this on at the time? Like the badge? Where was the badge? She's she's in her quarters, so you can you can place a call direct. It's like okay. you know, like. You might not have your phone on you when you're at home, but people can still call your landline. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to the end of round two. Um, how are we going for scores, Laura? Well, we're keeping them nice and low. And <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Um, Farine, guys, you're on 11, and Kim Kardashian, you are on 30. 30? Well, that was because of Karen's pun from the yeah, last round. Like so, <laughs> okay, so um, uh, right, so time to time to pick up the pace for end guys. I'm a little bit disappointed for 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 a species supposedly all about like all about uh, ears, making making profit and stuff. Uh, you're really not racking up enough points. Um, so the next round is uh, a dramatic reading round. <laughs> Um, so I have uh, with me a, a short radio play uh, written uh, by a uh, five-year-old um, call, uh, named named Andrew Todd, um, uh, who who wrote and recorded this on a little tape recorder in his house, um, and now he gets a chance to have. Uh, this is like the world premiere. Have people perform it yeah. for the world. Wow! Um, so. Uh, it's called A Play About the USS Enterprise by Andy Todd. Uh, and I'd like you guys to... Oh, do I have my own copy of that? No, I don't. This is going to be fun. Um, I'd like you guys to re- read... Do a, do a dramatic reading of this. Um, so uh, I'm going to get uh, Ferengi guys to play the, the two main characters, Picard and Riker. <laughs> um, Woody, if you'll be Picard, um, that'd be wonderful. Um, and then uh, uh, Karen, if you could... Um, Read the stage directions, and sure. Ben, if you could provide uh, sound effects. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, this is a really rich, uh, dramatic work, um, and uh, I, I, I hope, hope you'll all enjoy. Um, I certainly enjoyed it when I found it in a box of old shit in my, in my <laughs> ga- garage. Um, so take it away. A play about the USS Enterprise by Andy Todd mm. in the Goddard shuttle. What is our heading, Captain? We are going to the Romulan ship. Is that wise, sir? We are not that friendly with them. Just phaser them when you get in. (laughs) Is that an order, sir? Yep, that's an order, number one. Docking at the Romulan ship now. What's my next order? Your next order is to phaser the Romulans. (laughs) I think we got them all, sir. But there may be more on the bridge. Let's go. We have wiped out all the Romulans on the bridge. What do we do now? Destroy the Romulan planet! Your next order is to get Deanna Troy out of this. She can't say anything because her mouth is zipped with a zipper. 
Where is she? Come on! I see Deanna with her hands and feet tied and her mouth zipped. I can't undo the knots. You should phaser them open. <laughs> now quick, unzip the zipper. <laughs> Take her back to the Goddard. Now phaser open the door. Now, quickly, quickly, warp speed. Engage. The end. <laughs> you horrible child. I was a horrible. I was very. What's going on? I was a year old Andrew Todd with Troy in bondage. Just, just waiting for. I was very. Yeah, in I was a gimp very. Suit, I was a very unwoke child. Um, uh, with with. <laughs> With strange inclinations so, of Yeah, genocide and uh, <laughs> genocide and bondage is pretty much how I rolled like the, at age blew five. Up the Romulan planet in the, like the first. Just casually, <laughs> just <laughs> casually. With like three yeah. phases. Yeah, yeah. It it's just with hand to, phases. Took more to kill the bridge crew. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that was. <laughs> um, very good. I'm going to give Ferengi's uh, uh, ten points for for uh, dramatic gravitas, um, and I'm going to deduct uh, five points from Ben personally uh, for stealing all of Karen's stage directions. <laughs> uh, great, great. Um, so uh, we now come to round four, which is a, a classic nerd degree round called "Bad for Your Elf." Um, so this is a list of uh, ways. Uh, red shirts have died in, um, <clears throat> in uh, Star Trek, um, the original series. So Star Trek, of course, is famous for killing off uh, background uh, crew members um, in increasingly horrible ways uh, so that uh, they, can, they can show the main cast what to avoid. Um, so I'll get uh, so so for example, um, uh, some some red shirts have been uh, vaporized by a lizard man's gun, or uh, killed by a poisonous plant, um, and I'll get you guys to read out um, some of these some of these ways that uh, people have died, or make up some of your own, and it's up to the Ferengis oh. to determine whether uh, what they've just said is real or fake. All right, great. Um, so, uh, Kim Kardashian. Um, eviscerated by a worm witch. Are there witches in Star Trek? Oh, then it's a worm witch. You know, the worm, you know, the worm kind of social structure is very different. Yeah, I think it? so. Yeah. Uh, I'm not feeling it. Eviscerated. No, neither am I. It's, it's quite gruesome for Star Trek. It's pretty gruesome. Star Trek does get pretty gruesome. It does. Um, so, is you, you're saying False. that's a fake? It's a False. fake? Yeah. Um, that is a fake. Um, uh, so, that's, that's a point for Ferengi guys. Yeah. yeah. If we applauded all of these, it's going to take all night. <laughs> Cursed by voodoo magic. See, now, instinctively, I'd think that that's false. But... But maybe it's a, it's a you know, it's a red hearing. Maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe it's true. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Yeah, true. It's true. It is true. Uh, yeah. Lieutenant 100%. Jackson. Uh, Lieutenant Jackson. Everybody remember Lieutenant oh. Jackson? What a great character. Yeah. Uh, was, uh, he was actually a yellow shirt, so, um, oh. so he... Did manage to escape that curse. Um, yes, he was he was cursed by voodoo magic. Um, another point for uh, friend guys. Um, hit with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm thinking in the original series, like it would have been real dramatic, but 
It's just this polystyrene kind of painted log. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Henry on that one. True. True. It's true. It is true. Um, Lieutenant Marple, everybody's favorite, uh, unrelated to Miss Marple, of course, oh, thank, oh, thank you. Um, uh, was hit with a stick in the episode The Apple. Uh, run over by golf cart driven by Studio Lot Craft Services. <laughs> uh, for guys? Ooh. I feel like, like there's a bit of truth to it. Like, it yeah, didn't actually yeah. happen in the show, so it was like an extra... It was method acting. Meth- oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, that. Great. Yeah. yeah, I think it happened. True. Um, it's, it's false, I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's a point to Kim Kardashian. Um... Dissolved by rock-eating monster. Mm. Mm. Is, it the, oh, is it the same? Oh, rock-eating monster. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Not the bricklayer. It, it's no. a monster that eats rocks. <laughs> not, not the bricklayer. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get dissolved by the bricklayer. Sounds like, a, like a, a name for a serial killer, doesn't it? You know, like you'd see on CSI. The bricklayer. You know they always give them funny names. Wrong franchise. Anyway. <laughs> 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 You're not feeling it? I don't know. I feel like we've done a lot of true. You know, probability <laughs> says we should go false. Oh, my God. Oh. Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Let's false? False. False. Uh, I'm sorry. That's, that's true. That's a point yeah. to Kim Kardashian. Damn you, your um, numbers. Uh, in the episode Devil in the Dark, uh, there was an unknown crewman. Didn't even get a name. Uh, dissolved by an acidic rock-eating monster. Uh, we'll do uh, two more. Stabbed by Genghis Khan. <laughs> I am feeling this one. <laughs> that would hurt. But more so that the shirt in question did get pierced by Khan of Genghis. Um, so you're saying that's, that's true? Uh, was I? Uh, sure. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm afraid it's not. Um, although it does, it really sounds like something that would happen on Star Trek. Mm, yeah. See what I did um, there? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, yes. it's, it's almost <laughs> as if you're you're like trying to bluff <laughs> as opposed to just making up random shit. Yeah. Um, and one more disappeared into the darkness. Ooh, mysterious. Oh. But what if he's not dead? What if he's still there? It can never close. What if the we are, we, yes. What if he's going to be in the next movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, we are talking about confirmed it, kills here, is it, so... Oh, into, is it Into the Darkness like a, like the, 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 the new Star Trek movie? Ooh, or was it, or was it ooh, into, into Darkness? Ooh. Maybe he got lost on set. <laughs> Somebody turned out the lights. Yeah, I think it's false. Uh, yeah, we're going to say it's false. It's totally false. Um, although, I mean, it probably did happen, but yeah. I, I suspect that like, there would have been an actual death that occurred in the darkness uh, afterwards. So, uh, great, great. Um, that is Bad for Your Elf. Um, how are we doing for scores, Laura, as we run into the final round? We're doing better. We've picked up, and I'm mm. learning stuff. Oh, great. Now I know that a phaser, I still don't know what it is, but you can kill someone with it, uh-huh. <laughs> destroy a planet, and play bondage games. So, it sounds like fun. Um, <laughs> You, you definitely can kill people. You probably can't destroy a planet. And I'm not sure bondage, if it's... Bondage games, probably. Just, you can play bondage games with just about anything. So the scores. <laughs> Let's just take this back to the scores. Um, we have um, the friend guys on 25 and Kim Kardashian on 28. So the late... The margin is narrowed. Getting closer. All right. We br- this brings us into the final round, uh, the debate round. Um, this is going to be a galactic election debate. 
Um, so uh, we we here at Orange Studios have uh, voted to secede from the uh, uh, United Federation of Planets. Um, it's uh, and uh, are you we, regretting your choice at this point? Or? <laughs> yeah, um, well, I, I voted to secede, but I didn't actually think it would actually get through. Oh no! Um, so uh, there we go. Um, uh, our credits are going to be worthless. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so we have to. So we have to decide. We have to decide um, who is going to be our next, uh, our next uh, ruler. So, um, uh, who was who who in the lead? Sorry, Laura. Uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. You guys are in the lead. So I will let you decide whether you will be debating for the Borg Collective or the Klingon Empire. So rigid individualistic militants. Mm-hmm. Or a computer simulation that infects everybody. Uh, so it's almost what it is, but yeah, I'm not going to nip it. What are you doing? <clears throat> like, I, I like the collective. Yeah, I think, the dogs have a queen. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 they have yeah. a queen. All right. Yeah, hive, yeah, yeah, yeah. hive mind, and yep. Yeah. So, uh, so Kim Kardashian will be representing <laughs> the Borg Collective, and uh, Ferengi's will be representing um, uh, the Klingon Empire. Um, you will, you teams will have 60 seconds for their opening arguments as to why your group should rule the, uh, the nerd degree, I suppose. Um, 30 seconds for rebuttal and, uh, one sentence closing statement. Uh, as soon as I prepare my stopwatch, uh, Kim Kardashian, I'll let you go first with, uh, the Borg Collective. You have 60 seconds starting from when you, well, from now. Do you know what the problem with existence is? It's too many choices, isn't it? You're always overwhelmed with choices, what to do, what to wear, where to go. With the Borg Collective, all of those problems are solved for you. You don't have to worry about it. You have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Anxiety, depression, sleepless nights, gone forever. No longer will we live in a world where uh, mental disorder and disharmony makes us sad and stressed. Just we listened to Paul Woody before, just hoping that he could feel something on his 50th birthday. (laughs) In the Borg Collective, nobody feels anything. So (laughs) you you don't have to get envious about it. You don't have to worry. And pretty much think of the places you'll see and assimilate when you uh, join the Borg Collective. <laughs> the only cure for rampant capitalism is when everything owns, when everyone owns everything together. And that's what the collective is. Ten seconds. Everything is ours. Join us. Resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done. Okay, so Ferengis, why, uh, why should we join the Klingon Empire? It's about family. It's about honour It's about grassroots traditions Mm. Yes, we're wild We're free We like a good mead But at the end of the day What we do Is for the family Family is a community We have good self-worth We are loyal to the bitter end Especially when we're fighting and kicking our ass But even to the end we have cloaking technology too. <laughs> That's true. And it gets uh, cold out in space and everyone needs a good cloak. <laughs> yes, don't we all? Even though you can find it on the... But that's not the point. The point is, back to... Uh, I forgot where we're going. Ten seconds. <laughs> Ten seconds. Uh, just honour the home, honour the family traditions. Mm-hmm. Keep it real. Eight. <laughs> Keep it real, I eat. Um, so, uh, Kim Kardashian, 30 seconds to rebut. 
family is discord, family is discontent. Mm. How many times have you fought with siblings over trivialities? Join the Ball Collective and you'll never have to worry about that again. That's right. And remember when you were a kid and you went to one of those random gift shops and you saw that thing that was kind of like a glowy thing, it was called the Lumosphere, it looks like kind of a circle and you go like, <laughs> this is the best thing in the history of the world. Ten seconds. You get in the LV Martin catalogue, everybody in the Ball Collective gets one of those. <laughs> <laughs> It's a powerful argument. Um, uh, uh, Ferengi is 30 seconds for rebuttal. Yes, there will be discord. Yes, there will be turmoil, but at least I'll get to feel. That's true. Um, you, you, say, you say in the book collective, you're no longer sad or stressed, or we're the clown empire. We embrace sad and stress. What makes us strong? We hold together. Just look at our frown lines. That we, <laughs> we've got a lot of them. And hey, we show them off. We pierce them. You know? It's, it's, uh, it's all about embracing, not, not hiding or shying away. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, that's Klingons don't say that. <laughs> yeah, Klingons, Klingons don't say that. They also have no, no word for hello. Um, uh, so um, <laughs> that's the kind of culture they are. Um, right, so uh, final statement, Kim Kardashian. Resistance is futile. Klingons are penile. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like that could also be the Klingon's closing statement. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, friend, guys. Resistance is futile. Borg is juvenile. Ooh. 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 Many an old school Star Trek fan would agree with that. Um, anyway, uh, so that brings, it brings us to the close of the debate. And uh, in true election fashion, it will be the people who decide. So our, our studio, studio audience will decide by way of... I think you way understand of a... the point of the board collecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see... I mean, and in fact, the Klingon Empire. You are already bored. Well, you know, I mean, uh, both the board collective and uh, Klingon Empire are both, both known for their uh, voluntary inclusion policy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, no domination and, uh, and conquest <laughs> at all. Um, so, uh, audience, the audience will vote uh, by way of applause uh, for who wins and uh, probably who takes away the competition. I suspect. Um, uh, so, uh, if you if you think that we should join the Klingon Empire, applaud now. Yep, some, some very strong uh, uh, support there. And uh, for, if, if you think we should join the Borg Collective. Uh... Mistake. Oh, so I'm going to be honest, people are normally a lot more resistant. Than they? <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, really seem to have taken resistance as futile to heart. Um, uh, so, yeah, it turns out resistance is futile, and we will be joining the Borg Collective. So that is 10 points um, to uh, uh, Kim Kardashian there. So while Laura is tallying up the scores, um, I've got a few more, few more things to, uh, to tidy up. Um, we at The Nerd Degree uh, record our shows live at the Orange Studio, first Wednesday of every month in um, uh, sunny Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, it's not sunny at the moment um, for, our, for our podcast listeners. Um, and, but we, we also put our podcast up online. Um, you can find it on iTunes or at nerddegree.com. Uh, we, we do re-release two, ep- uh, two episodes every month. Um, you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter. If you, uh, if you enjoy the show, please tell your friends. Please subscribe on, on all of those uh, social media and podcasting platforms. Uh, if you don't enjoy the show, uh, keep it yourself. No one likes a whiner. Um, 
so, Laura, uh, do we have a score? We do. Um, I'd like to say congratulations to Kim Kardashian. Their uh, board collective sounds much like communism. Great, <laughs> great in theory, flawed in practice. But they did, they did win this round yeah. as well. So, in fact, they've taken the whole thing with 38 points versus 25. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, you can find us uh, uh, twice a month on iTunes. Uh, thank you very much, and good night. Good night.